Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen to? You know, Spotify, Anchor, Apple, etc., etc. How do I make money from my podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free. Who doesn't love free? And ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. That's right. Free platform, free sponsorship. What more could you ask for? So if you've always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it, etc., go to anchor.fm slash start, anchor.fm slash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. Once again, that's anchor.fm slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Please get started. It's all love. This is a great space for the creative Anchor podcast. Once again, that's anchor.fm slash start. Will I ride? Will I ride? Yeah. This ain't no podcast, it is a broadcast. Yeah. Yo, this the smartest and dumbest you ever heard. Intelligent and ignorant, you heard it first. Sipping on this brown with a brown skin Cognac and caramel skins with time beard Who you love, who you hate, well let's talk about it The hottest topics and best believe we ain't going gothic Hotter than the tropics, you looking forward, you know we got it See the bigger picture, no microscopic We the livest, know you tuned in Yeah we know you tuned in, nothing but a G thing All we missing is juice and gin Tying up the loose ends, we ain't ask for your two cents Special guests every single day and still no new friends Calm down youngin', I know you see that we running I promise that this ain't nothing compared to what's really coming Andre, I ain't talking 3000, I'm talking drumming off the glass when I dunk it, it's geese, just say you love it. Uh, this that ignorant, it's true like, yeah, getting jiggy on the mic, one, two, one, two, this that ignorant, it's true like, you know, sports, social commentary, women in life, yeah, this that ignorant, it's true like, uh-huh, getting jiggy on the mic, one, two, one, two, this that ignorant, it's true like, you know, sports, social commentary, women in life, that's right. Mic check one two, mic check one two. How are you, Jordan? Good. How are you? I'm doing fine. This is the Ignorant Intelligent Podcast. I just want to thank everybody for uh, liking, subscribing, commenting, and giving me feedback, as well as the previous guest who has been on the show. I just want to appreciate uh, everybody for coming on, sharing their voices and their stories, uh, humor, and, and everything else in between. So. Jordan, can you go ahead and uh, introduce yourself for the listeners, please? Yeah, um, my name is Jordan, and I do a radio show in Fort Collins, Colorado. I moved here from Florida about three months ago, 
and I've been doing radio for about, oh, almost three years now. Oh, wow. Three years. So how, how do you like that experience versus um, alternative media, such as podcasting or uh, just having a, a stream of, of having a voice in, in different platforms involving social media and things of that nature? What do you think... Uh, it's the difference in terms of uh, freedom of expression between those platforms. Um, I think, I think with radio, you definitely have to. Um, it's it's just different. It, it's different depending on what type of radio you're doing. Just like there's different type of podcasts, and there's um, you know there's so many different mm. platforms for people to in, engage with one another and. Um, and, and I think it's really interesting and, and I don't really see anything as a rival rather than um, I, I see it more as everything working together towards a common goal. You know, we all want we all want to have a voice and we all want to feel like we're heard. And I think that's why a lot of the time um, people invest in podcasts or they invest in a radio show or a YouTube series or uh, anything like that right. because they feel like they can connect to that person and what they're saying and that person um, embodies the the ideas or ideals that that person has and I think that that's really awesome because it feels like that person has a voice yeah and, and it has a, um, a more organic feel and I think that in 2019 even with you know radio broadcasting platforms nowadays there's a little bit more freedom you know, there's not as much censorship as there used to be. And what do you think yeah. is the reason for that? Um, I just think a changing of the times, you know, and and realizing that you don't have to be this strict, rigid format in order to buy the um, book, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, it's it's about being real. And I think and I honestly kind of credit that to podcasting because I think podcasting has mm. kind of opened up this door for a whole new um, level of entertainment. You know, it's it's like watching um a, a day part uh, TV show versus the late night show. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I get, I get exactly the difference. Yeah. So, and that's kind of cool because it, it, it's in a way it challenges people in radio to do better content. That's not, um, I don't know, better content. That's, that's clean. That has to be clean because you're on the radio. You know what I mean? But you know, Sirius XM has also kind of changed the game because with that, uh, I think it's, I, yeah, I think it's Sirius XM. You're allowed to cut on there. So now you pay for that, that service and that subscription. But I, I think, um, I just think it, it's interesting the move that, that radio is making, because I think radio is kind of come to terms with the fact that you can't just do radio anymore my co-host likes to say that we're personalities that do radio shows and I think that radio gives um credibility because it's been around for so long but I think that the way that we do radio now is more interactive and um I don't know I think it just I think it's an awesome free way for people to 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 have have a friend with them which is cool. Yeah, and and I also think that's accredited to um, social media because you you really in the world we live in now, you have especially to be when it comes to it, exactly you need a, you need multiple streams of content 
just to be relevant even even big corporations realize that like if you're not seen or if you you know if you're not heard on a variety of, of different legs of of content then you're almost irrelevant overnight yeah exactly um, yeah and I, um i think there there's a really good book um that is called platform how to get noticed in a noisy world and it's by michael hyatt and um one of the things that he says in in his book is um and and this is me paraphrasing so i'm not i'm trying to find it as we speak but we'll see um okay. it said that visibility is in frequency so the more frequently you have your conversation out there in the open and the more you're posting about it the more you're blogging about it the more you're videoing about it or or just posting mm-hmm. in general that frequency enables you the visibility um to your uh, to a new audience and within your audience that you already have yeah and i think you know social media also gives you a chance uh even in radio you know when we talk about the quote unquote personality mm-hmm. because if you don't have anything anyone can relate to besides a product yeah um i I think that's where the value is it's in the person yeah you know and if you don't have any value to offer in terms of uh encouragement inspiration some kind of wisdom some kind of business acumen in terms of knowledge uh you're not really as valuable or have any equity in your content yeah so you know we have to put out content and and things of that nature but we also want valuable tangible content as well something people can apply a meaningful uh, and conversation to. yeah yeah so go ahead, you know go ahead and talk about that yeah yeah um so i don't know i i really try there's no one way i think to start a meaningful conversation but i think the beginning block is definitely to have a good foundation for that meaningful conversation and i think a lot of times people whenever they're first starting out with a podcast or they're first starting out with a show or they're they're trying to um almost do too many things at once but if you look at any great mm. um mind or great success they always start off with their basics you have to build the foundation before you build the house or else the house will stand on nothing so whenever you're starting your brand because your brand is is your livelihood you have to stick to 3 to 5 things that define who you are and then within that brand you can expand and experiment but it starts off with creating something that is 3 to 5 things that define who you are in a meaningful way that will engage your audience and that's the thing we're not trying to interrupt people anymore like hey look at me look what i'm doing or things like that anymore it's more of a hey look at what i experienced and how it helped me or changed me and maybe this can be meaningful to you yeah because if if we don't offer you know that human side to us yeah and and that kind of a vulnerability um people won't relate to you you know we live in a world where people want to relate to how you feel and the way you think yeah that's that's the content curator you know what yeah, i'm saying exactly. we have to we have to be relatable in our experiences and what different and experience different things uh, or us to say the same things in a different way yeah you know so th- the more we can um express that in different ways and creative ways i think mm-hmm. that not only grows your platforms and you know your career but i think that gives people a, a certain kind of insight 
to who they're listening to, you know, to who they're yeah. uh, following, you know? Yeah. And and that's the other thing. I, I think it was kind of hard with radio um, for a while because people only had snippets. And, and it was kind of a blessing and a curse because one, it was this highlight reel almost of broadcasting. Now, not all broadcasting on the radio was good broadcasting, I will admit. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's the same in the podcasting world or whatever world you're in. Um, but, of course. But the the thing I think now is that you do get to see those little moments behind the scenes or it's like it's like watching a movie that you really like but at the end you see the bloopers so yeah this movie was really awesome that made you feel a certain type of way but at the end of the day the, the the actors that played these characters are still real people and you see that and I think that that kind of connects you one to that to that actor but it's the same thing now within our worlds you know we have the ability to create this blooper reel if you will and post that on social media where people can relate to a real person not just this idolized view of them through whatever way they're consuming their product and not only that like you know I just think that in life, if you have a voice and a voice of reason and a voice of change um, through what you've experienced in your life, why wouldn't you want to share that? Yeah, exactly. You know, why wouldn't you want to um, build an audience and engage uh, with, with with people from around the world as we can now with the touch of a button? Yeah. Uh, why wouldn't you want to share that? You know, I think people yeah. need to get out of their own way out of their own fears and engage with people about their experiences yeah because if you don't like you said you'll get lost in this white noise that we call you know social media or radio or whatever tv you know you, you have to be uh, organic raw you have to be authentic and yeah, it's okay to express the human situations that we go through on a daily basis and uh i just appreciate all the radio hosts and all the radio platforms over the years and broadcasting uh, who, who gave that raw truth, that raw experience, that organic feel yeah. uh, when it comes to sharing their voices. Yeah, exactly. And and being intentional about what you're trying to do and having, having mm. an end goal in mind is really important. I think um, one of the things that's been brought up to me a lot lately is creating a vision board. What do you want to accomplish? You know, not just within this week but even 10 years from now write it down there's something there's something magical about writing it down and really trying um to, to yeah, manifestation hyper, yeah exactly and and really hyper focusing on your goal hyper focusing on one thing is so much better than trying to multitask on five different things you have to have to have to um you have to start with one thing master that thing and then move on to the next thing or add something else you can't you can't just be like well i'm gonna do all six things right now even though i don't have a hand on this <laughs> one because what's gonna happen is you're gonna get yeah. overwhelmed and then and then it's gonna feel like it's impossible yep and that was one of that was one of my biggest um lessons as of recently you know in, in this year is that uh you know trying to control certain impulses you know and just because uh you have certain relationships with people just because um people have certain business ventures or, or whatever 
sometimes we have to ask ourselves would this be too much right now yeah you know we have to limit like you said we have to limit and put an extreme focus on one or two things Mm -hmm. accomplish those and then go to your next goal or two yeah you know because if we try to like you say pile on all of these responsibilities or these new ventures or getting into different programs or whatever you do sometimes we we were only one person you can't balance all of that yeah it's impossible you know so you don't want to uh disappoint yourself or disappoint others by not you know completing or or completing or accomplishing whatever endeavor you're involved in yeah it's all about it's all about building it's all about growing and and being able to adapt to change and um and if something's not working it's okay to stop doing that thing man talk about that please you know i i for a long time was trying to make my job work in a situation that just was not working i was working in a Mm -hmm. place that was just not life-giving in a workplace and i Uh, I know exactly what you mean and i tried really really hard to make it happen and make it work and and just you know buck up and deal with it but the thing was Mm -hmm. is me investing my time energy and efforts into something that was lifeless not because the job was lifeless but because of the leaders that were that were not leaders were in charge i Mm -hmm. i almost lost myself trying to be what i thought they wanted and Mm. that is detrimental to your success and what you're trying to do yeah and that's detrimental to your spirit as well exactly you know because you you what we oftentimes and i think you just have to go through this as you go through life yeah you have to go through certain situations to determine what what is really your value yeah and if you if you are somewhere or you're working with a group of people who really don't value you and you know mentally we, we want to be the best at what we do in our craft and our career so sometimes we devalue ourselves just to you know have the acceptance of other people valuing us exactly and that creates a toxic not only a toxic relationship but toxic environment yeah and our spirits our mind and our body will get burnt out trying to please other people and put a value on a system that really isn't valuing us for real exactly you know what i'm saying so just talk about overcoming and sacrificing to get to the next level or the next part in your life and being happy yeah so when i was working there i was working um one too many hours for too little money and um and i and i just was told over and over and over again that i just needed to pay my dues and and that's why i was going through everything was because i was just mm. trying to pay my dues but there's a difference between paying your dues and being undervalued and overworked and mm. when you are putting in an extraordinary amount of effort into the the job that you're doing whatever that job may be and you're just consistently um looking for this uh not even not even just acceptance but almost like a just a nod like hey you know what i do acknowledge what you're yeah, doing yeah reassuring encouragement that's exactly all. exactly and so yeah. i just i just wasn't getting that and it just turned like super toxic and and that is another thing that i want people to realize now i've been in my fair share of abusive relationships with with men but i did not realize and so i knew what to look for but i did not realize that you can also have a toxic relationship in your work life 
And I was mm. unaware okay. of this. And so I naively uh, just thought that it was a part of the paying your dues process. What I came to learn was I had egocentric leadership. And egocentric means that basically if if the per so hmm, let me understand how to yeah, egocentric basically it's like you know a, a person has a sense of entitlement that if if i only i only have my sense of entitlement and my happiness if i put someone else down yeah exactly you know exactly. i only i only okay. feel like the boss i only feel like i'm in control because someone beneath me i can control them exactly thus you know that to the ego part and and he also was a terrible communicator he um he if he knew something he didn't care to share it because he knew it so everybody else should already automatically know that or um he he needed more money so he would put himself on more remotes which is a, a paid gig where we would show up to a place and help them sell stuff but it was it was just this really toxic work uh, relationship work relationship because I I was I was um, not being heard and when you're in a position of leadership you have to understand how to listen and how to hear the people that you are managing because there's a difference between a leader and a boss and I had a boss and not a leader if you're going to be a leader there are you know, one, listen to your team, hear what they are saying, because sometimes they will say things and, um, and, and do that in confidence. And then, you know, if they're not heard, then they don't feel respected and they don't feel valued. And everyone, that's right. everyone learns at a different pace and everyone works at a different pace mentally. At an extremely different pace. And, and that, and that's one of the things I think a lot of leaders um, and bosses don't don't really think about is that you know everyone is different and not everybody um, reacts well to the same things like for me money is mm -hmm. not a big motivator for me what a big motivator for me is is somebody acknowledging the hard work that I'm doing and um, and just a little pat on the back every once in a while you know intangible things now other people money yes. is a big motivator but for me it wasn't and so um, there were just a lot of things that were not working at the last workplace that I was working at. And then some comments that were extremely sexist and derogatory were made and I was on my way out. And, uh, and I just, when, when somebody feels you letting go, oftentimes they will hold on really, really hard. Um, especially if they are controlling a manipulative person or like workplace. And so I was, um, they, they tried to bully and intimidate me into staying, but I, I thankfully had a good support system around me. And so I didn't fall into that trap. Um, but I just, I just want people to know, like there is, even though there are hard times when you're letting go of something toxic, you will be able to breathe so much better when you finally just let it go and let it be. And I'm in a much yeah, better. Not, not only that, you know, that goes into taking taking control of your life and your yes. destiny. You know, yeah. and a lot of people feel like uh, they're not in control of their life and their destiny because they're trying to um, appease other people's perception of what they should be doing. Exactly. You know, and so I, I, I think that, that I was one of those people. Yeah, that fell into we that all trap. have. 
so yeah, we all have Jordan. Yeah, and and that was the other thing. I mean, I I just so wanted to be what what I thought they wanted me to be, and when I finally let go of that desire that had been placed in me by a toxic and manipulative a manipulative workplace, and I finally mm-hmm. let go of that false idealized view of what I thought they wanted, I was able to start fresh and become who I was actually meant to be. And I think sometimes we go through, we're being prepared for, for what God's prepared for us. Um, and sometimes we have to go through those things in order to be prepared to take that next step. And so sometimes those things are necessary, but at the end of the day, I think it is up to each person to, to figure out where their line is. When is it too much? Or when do you need to make a change? Or when when are you going to start that next step in whatever it is that you're doing? You know, there there is a plan for everyone's life, and I firmly believe that. But at the same time, we also have free will. So whether we want to, um, you know, kind of jumpstart that plan by letting go and letting God, or if we want to, you know, try and manifest our own destiny with something that's not working, but we think needs to work, you know, it's up to us ultimately to, to really, to really take charge of our own lives. And that's, and that's so inspiring. And how awesome is it to have so many different avenues for success? I mean, the world yes. is really in your hand. All you have to do. Literally, is- I was just <laughs> talking to a gentleman about that today. Like if you, if you really want to change, not only, you know, how you view you, but also how to engage with other people's in terms of how you view the world. You can literally, you know, like you like between me and you, we're a message away from people across, you know, not only nationwide, but international. Yeah. Different exactly. stories, different cultures, different viewpoints. It used to be a time where those things were limited or it was hidden, or you needed a certain access, or I had to know somebody uh mm-hmm. to connect you. Now yeah. you're the connection. Now you the plug. Now you're the person was like you know what i'm going to take control of my voice my circumstance and my value exactly we're we're not looking we're not looking for other people to put a value on us when our experiences is our value our culture is our value Mm -hmm. and and what we think and feel is valuable yeah so we need to connect with people on that same frequency Mm -hmm. as we spoke on earlier to add more value to people add more inspiration uh so other people can aspire to add value not only to themselves but to their, you know, to their teams or yeah. their leaders and, and things of that nature. And and I was talking with um, Chris Thompson, who who does Sup Daily, and he oh, said, wow, okay. and he goes, you know, you should never sacrifice your integrity for the sake of a following, because your following mm. will be superficial and flaky at best, and that kind of put things into perspective not that I had ever questioned my integrity of my content or myself as a person but right. it was just refreshing to hear that because I see you know you know you you've seen them on Instagram the you know the fitness models or um, just it, it seems like there's always this new fad or the keto diet people or all these yeah. things and and jumping on the bandwagon for something like that you're it, it's it's not authentic right it, yeah it's not and and not to say that not all you know not to say that everyone in that category no, no is, but you but you can definitely tell for some it's like yeah. you know this is 
this isn't the real you. You, exactly. you know what I mean? This isn't. It's more to you than this, right? You cannot <laughs> fake passion. You just can't. It passion. What you're passionate about will always shine through at the end of the day. So you can try and fake passion all day long, but subconsciously people will catch on to that, and you won't be able to to grow your brand if it's not something that you truly do um, feel some type of way about. Yeah, and passion is also a reflection of consistency, right? Mm-hmm. Because in terms of success, we measure that by your consistency. You know, what are you are you applying those same values, those same disciplines? Are you applying that same knowledge that you spew on your platforms, that you spew yeah. within your content? Because and- what's happening is, right? Not you know, I'm going to let you elaborate, but what's happening is we, we're living in a world where, for most people, at least me, mm-hmm. you have to merge your reality with your content. Yeah. Because whether Otherwise, you like it or not, it like work. you say, yeah. your followers go up and down. Mm-hmm. But your integrity, right, your lifestyle, what you believe in, your principles and your values will always follow through with the following. Yes. You know? I agree. And that's why it's so important to figure out what your brand is. Figure out the three to five things that define who you are so you can grow Mm -hmm. your brand within that. Um, And and that's just so important. You know, motivation. A lot of people, they'll go on YouTube and they'll look up these motivational videos and and all these things. Oh, I need to get inspired. Or, oh, I, I, you know, I need a, a little Kickstarter mentally. But the thing is, is it's easy to get motivation when you're passionate about something when when you're not passionate about something the motivation will come natural yeah Yeah. and and then too what you'll find is there's longevity and passion yes and what you'll find out with most people give them a year or two you can even give people uh three to six months Mm -hmm. and you can tell like you know what they were trying to get a quick buck they did that as a fad You know, because passion will always show through your content over time. Yep. And and people will notice that. They'll say, yo, man, you you know what happened to you? This was you in the beginning. And granted, people change and people grow. However, the initial intent, the integrity of your content will always uh, resonate with the people. And if they don't feel like that, that is resonating or, you know, it's not helping them in any manner to move forward with their lives and purpose then you know you will lose people you will lose whatever you're in because you're not all in with the passion you're not all in with the creative you're not all in with uh the audience in which you're engaging in so it's important to realize that whatever brand you build or you know whatever content you create look at the longevity of it don't just look at it because it's hot right now or you can get this guest for popularity or no do it out of genuine from the from the bottom of your heart do it because you want to do it do it because you want to expose other people to other people who can help them yeah i agree yeah so can you just talk about your transitioning and uh not only radio but also getting into acting and and television can you talk about your world and, and that dynamic yeah um so i actually kind of fell into this job i i originally was a receptionist about uh, three years ago and I knew I needed to get my start into um, into broadcasting somehow and I didn't know exactly where to go but I went to a local radio station and I applied and I got the job and then 
slowly worked my way up to, uh, well, quickly, I guess, slow for me, but I'm impatient. So, but um, I, <laughs> me too. So, yeah, I get it. <laughs> so, I, I, get I went it. from receptionist to um, the sales assistant and promotions assistant for the radio station. Um, and then uh-huh. I was doing accounts payable and receivable. I was also voicing commercials. And then I was training yeah. to do um, traffic reporting on the station. And then I, and those were 14 hour days for like $18,000 a year. It was a lot of work and it was a lot of time, yes. but I thought it was worth it. And so I did that. Where's the value in that? <laughs> exactly. And so I was like, I, uh, I, I just worked my way up. And then finally, like I got my break by, um, working a midday show. And then I applied for a position that I thought I'd, well, first, let's not forget about God. I prayed a lot um, about where my life was heading and what I was going to do and um, with my career. And I just prayed. I prayed and prayed and prayed. And I asked for peace and guidance. That was the main thing I prayed for. And finally, I found this job in Fort Collins. Um, but I thought that it was too below what I was doing at the radio station that I used to work at and uh, as a midday person. And uh, then after going through the whole interview process, I came to find out that actually it was too above what I was doing in that it was the morning show. Now I did in about two years, what people do in 15 went before social media and social media was kind of my saving grace because I was able to create video content that people could see what my show was like and what I was like and and what I could do um, with what I was given um, by listeners or content wise and things like that. Um, I then reached out to a couple of photographers and only one really got back to me and then later another one did. Um, But I wanted to kind of get into print modeling a little bit um, because I'm 5'2 and that's really short for for a legitimate (laughs) runway model. Uh, But I but I started doing um, pictures because I wanted to represent my brand well. And so I wanted a certain look. I didn't want to do the selfie thing. I wanted um, professional photos. So then I started doing that. And then uh, then I had a friend of mine, Ben White. I reached out to him um, and uh-huh. asked him if he needed uh, anybody for commercials that he would shoot for companies that were local. Um, right. And, and he was like, yeah, I would love to, to have you as a, as a commercial actress. So that kind of got my start there. And then I, it's a lot of hustling, to be honest with you. I mean, this always a grind, like always reaching out to people, always trying to connect, always trying to collaborate. And, um, and then I moved here and immediately, thank you, Instagram got connected to a couple of photographers here. Um, and people are just really doing really cool stuff here. So, um, my, my friend, Eric in Denver, he's super awesome. He's a fitness guru and he's connected me with a couple of people, but it's just, it's not just about who, you know, it's about who knows you. And so getting your name, face and voice out there, um, take, just take a lesson from Trump. I mean, get, get your face, voice and and uh, name everywhere all the time and just start creating a buzz and that's what I did and now I've uh, just shot 
most of a short film um, this past weekend, and I will be um, doing some pro, uh, post-production stuff, you know, like some scenes that we missed or adding a little bit extra stuff for the film. But um, that was that was meeting Chaz Miles through uh, through Instagram. So uh, meeting him through Instagram and getting that short fl- short film gig, and then voice acting. I started voice acting because I reached out to somebody through Instagram and was like, oh my gosh, the man, story the power geeks. of social media, man. <laughs> yeah, and, and so I reached out to the story geeks and I, uh, and so Death of a Bounty Hunter, I got to voice the driver in that, in that audiobook, and there's gonna, um, I think they just got re-upped for a couple of other series within the Death of a Bounty Hunter, so um, so I'll be voicing more stuff with that, but but the main thing is, and, and that's not me trying to brag. That's that's me showing. Oh no, not at all. It's it's really just about you overcoming so many obstacles and breaking yeah. your own barrier. You know, getting through your yeah. own personal trials and tribulations, and mm-hmm. having the confidence to go into new ventures and excel at them. So yeah, I, I and, think a lot of people was... have to get out of their way with telling people, you know, or oh, you're a braggart or. You know, you're chauvinistic. No, it's like if you knew what I've been through. If exactly. You knew I worked my, really my transitions, hard. If, if you, right, yeah. then you will respect the fact that I'm boisterous and I'm confident in yeah. my endeavors. Well, I want people, I want people to know that it is possible. Your dreams are possible. And right. for a long time, I didn't think, I didn't think that my dreams were possible because I was always told to be realistic. And mm. what I didn't understand when people told me that was not downsize your dreams because they're unrealistic. It was have big dreams, but be realistic about what steps you're going to take to reach them. Yeah, because one thing about, you know, uh, the grind towards certain success. What you're going into you know, you, yeah. if there is a hustle and bustle, there is making connections, there is um, certain sacrifices that, that you have to make in order yeah. to be better, in order to be greater, you know, yeah. and I respect people like yourself. That's why I try to have, you know, you guys on the show just to give me the story because everyone has a story of adversity. Everybody has a story of struggle uh, uh, to go into empowerment, motivation and encouragement because a lot, a lot of times like we spoke about earlier, we can be so discouraged, right? We can be so derailed into what other people want from us and want out of our lives mm-hmm. that we read our own imagination. We read our own creativity. We read our own vision because we're trying to look up to societal standards, our parents, our peers, when in reality, everybody wish that they could take control of their lives and do what they want to do and live passionately and live happily through a, a multitude of different ventures and being mm-hmm. confident in the failure that comes with that along with the successes. Yeah. You know, so can you also just discuss, you know, is, is there any struggle or, or any kind of uh, stigma when it comes to women in acting or women on the rise of acting that you can share? I would say that I don't think I haven't been discriminated against in the acting world, though I've only dabbled in it. I will say that it seems like broadcasting in general is very man-based. 
uh, are male-based. Oh, wow. The radio? Oh, yes. I mean, dominated wow. <laughs> by male figures, for sure. And, and um, but I think that there's a wave coming. I, I think that this wave of strong women, right. passionate women, is on the rise because, you know, why why not try hard? You know, I can do this job just as well as anybody else. Just um, as well. And and that is why. But it's also very important to be surrounded by people who are fruitful and life-giving. Because my co-host, Michael, is just an amazing person. Very respectful of women. And he will tell you more times than not, women are the strongest people I know. I mean, they go through so much. And I just don't understand how somebody could not see uh, hey man, you guys and... give life, <laughs> okay? Yeah. If that's not enough in itself to not value a woman, yeah. everything else after that, man, it's like you saying, it's ego, it's control, it's yeah. you know, it's, it's a power, power exactly. thing. Exactly, you know? it's just like, a wow, power what? struggle, and and yeah. I think that that was one of the biggest struggles that I had at the last radio station was. I, w- I didn't, I don't get me wrong. Everyone's always learning and I'm always learning and I'm always trying to get better. But what I was doing was working, even though I, I wasn't listening to the advice of my male boss. And I think that that frustrated him because I was still successful, even though it was not because of him. And even, even when I was about to leave like like and right before I was about to leave I was literally told like that that I'm the reason or they that the company I was working for was the reason for my success but here is the problem with that statement you a per, a job is just a job without a person who is passionate about it And I was very passionate about what I was doing. And I was really passionate about making people laugh and smile and have fun and have a friend. And that was what made the difference. And the way that I went about it was a very organic, natural way. And it worked and it resonated with people. And and you can try and implement um, the practices that somebody else has done. But unless you're passionate about it, your practices will only be uh, I mean, mediocre at best because it, it's just not something you're passionate. You just can't fake yeah, you don't passion. have no it'll love always, in it. It'll always go back to passion because if you're passionate about something, it'll work. Yeah, you have to have love in whatever you're doing. I mean, it, although we we do things, you know, to survive, to get by, pay our bills, or whatever. At the end of the day, you should still be pursuing something that fulfills you. Because I can't imagine, you know, going through another cycle of working 10, 12 hours a day and I'm still looking for something to be fulfilled by once that's over with. Well, and you you fill that void with other things that are not life-giving and not fruitful. At all, right, yeah. Because you're trying to fill this void that you don't really understand. That's why it's so important to take time to figure out who you are and what you're about. And, and always and always give life to those things because you can't pour from an empty cup no matter what it is that you're doing. So if you don't take care of yourself first, how do you expect to take care of anybody else in any other situation? You just can't. Not only that, but it's what's, what's also imperative is we have to take care of our vision, yes. right? 
because if you don't take if you don't curate the vision if you know you talked about your vision board earlier and i'm big on those as well but you have to take care of the vision i don't care if it's 30 minutes a day 20 minutes 45 minutes an hour twice a week you need to be putting time into the vision and, and into your crafts or whatever you want to pursue because we know how this world is it's a hustle and bustle it's a daily you know well we're daily busy grind. being busy so sometimes we'll nowadays. yeah we'll forget and we'll slip up on our vision so mm-hmm. it's important uh to not only do the things that we like but put more effort and put time in and make time force it yeah you know what i'm saying I just think- like how you force to like your job yeah forced to love the vision yeah uh, you know not in that manner but put the time in and the work in on the things that you want to be fulfilled by And I think the word to use here is intentional. Always be intentional about every aspect of your life. The people in your life, the vision you have for your life, um, the the things that you consume in your life. You have to be intentional about all aspects of your life because intention, intention and purpose go hand in hand. If you're intentional, then you'll be purposeful. Mm. And, And I think too, you know what's crazy about what you just said? Hmm. I, I'm really thinking about this now. You really just put that in my mind because how many people are out here doing things that they love yet have the wrong intention? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and since we're talk, talking about longevity, people won't last long if you don't have that balance, right? Yeah. You have to have uh, something you love to do, but you have to have the right intention because... Yeah. I think, you know, just karmatically and just how the universe works, if you're not putting the right intent, if you're not putting the right love and the right care into or change industries, it'll backfire. You want to enjoy yeah. it. You want what you would think you would get out of it because you have the wrong uh, intent. You have the wrong intent in terms of the benefit you get out of it. Yeah. A lot of people go into things heartedly and thus I would say don't let somebody's projected insecurities stumble your confidence um I've spent a lot of time really soul searching about who I am as a person with strength and I feel a lot of the time um when you are a strong outspoken person um either you'll empower people who feel confident within themselves or you'll intimidate people who fear feel insecure about what they're doing or um who feel inferior to your abilities and those projected insecurities are not a definition of who you are and you are able to accomplish the things that you want to accomplish even if there are people who are naysayers i've dealt with um some people in the industry here, not with my current workplace, um, but from a competition uh, place, uh, one of our, comp- our competitors. Um, and right. it, it's just, it was a catty social media post. Petty would be the word, I guess, to use. Um, but the thing is, is when you come in confident and strong and um, determined, people who have just been coasting will see that movement and and momentum that you've created and that will intimidate them because when somebody sees something that's that's um 
really cool or is different, unique, um, they'll either, like I, like I told you just now, I mean, they'll either feel empowered and want to be better or they'll feel insecure and try to tear you down. And, um, and thankfully my mom raised me to where I'm, I'm strong within who I am. to harper back on what you were saying you know people who aren't confident people who aren't secure within themselves and their lives and the direction that it's going will always be intimidated by new creatives uh industry disruptors they'll always feel a challenge versus having an abundant mentality and saying mm-hmm. how can we collaborate how can we cooperate how exactly we work together exactly and working together to create something even bigger than than what would have been just by yourself and and that's the other thing i mean this world is so hard anyway there's no reason to tear people down because it's just i mean one of the things in the bible is to be life-giving i mean speak life that's what it says so what do you get out of that like what, what do people get out of uh hurting people or letting people down or discouraging like i i just think that's just so weak spirit I think you it know? is weak spirited, but I think it also comes from that scarcity mindset. Right. There's only so much. How am I? It, and one, once you take that focus off of I, me, myself, what do I get out <laughs> of it? Once you shift your mindset from that to somebody else or something else, or how can I help or what can I do to make a difference? Yeah, if a contribution. If you can do, yeah, if you can make a positive contribution to this world, you'll just be in a, such a better headspace. I mean, there's just no reason to be petty, catty, um, intimidated, or uh, even bully anybody. There's just no, it's just not life-giving. And at the end of the day, it's only going to tear you down just as much as it tears that other person down. Because, yeah, it may feel great for once, you know, a couple, a few minutes after you are like that but at the same time it just it's not it's not a long life-giving thing to be that way it's just not it's not it's not only that you, what i've noticed is that maybe i'm just one of these people when you're a confident and assured individual when you when you know who you are as a person inside and out to a degree you don't mind sharing advice. You don't mind sharing contacts. You don't mind sharing uh, ideas. You don't mind sharing certain things. Granted, some things should be sacred and, and personal, but in the same breath, you know, be be not only intentional, but also having it you know, to, to help others. You know what I mean? Don't just mm-hmm. look at the intent in a selfish manner. You yeah. know, so I, I just wish people would uh, get out of their own way by uh, helping people find their way and that's that's the way you know so that's all I believe and I think so far so good with that because it's worked for me and everyone has a different way to uplift encourage and inspire but for Mm -hmm. me it's really just uh connecting people building with people sharing with people I find so much pleasure and joy out of that because you never know uh who they may connect you with or you that you might pop up a month or two later and say hey I know a guy named Thomas or a girl named Jordan. They're, you know, they're a great person. You should mm-hmm. help them out. You should, you know, build with them, you know, and you just never know what blessings can come 
when you move unselfishly and with an intent uh, just to be, you know, giving and, and, and willed from the heart, you know? Yeah, I agree. You know, so Jordan, uh, I really do appreciate your conversation, your time, your work ethic, and, and everything that you're pursuing and doing. So can you go ahead and drop all of your social medias before we wrap up? Yeah, um, you can find me on all platforms. My handle is at the Jordan Soto. All right, Jordan Soto. Uh, Denver, you know, are you from Denver, by the way? Um, I was born in Denver, yeah. Okay. I actually am living in Fort Collins, which is about an hour north of Denver. But if you are in the Fort Collins area, come and hang out. Yeah, you. I, I have a guy, uh, one of my best friends actually stays out in Denver, Colorado. Very and, cool. Um, yeah, I, I'll definitely, you know, if, if, if you guys, I'll be glad to uh, hook you guys up and, and to share some ideas or any kind of effort you guys can collaborate on because that's just the kind of person I am and it's all genuine, all love. And I never uh, put people with other people if they aren't genuine, if they aren't kind-hearted uh, or yeah. have a, a specific uh, welcoming and um, positive intent. You know, so once again, I appreciate your conversation and, you know, keep up the great work. You know, just, you. I just really want to encourage you that no matter what industry you're in, uh, male-dominated or not, just keep pushing, keep fighting, keep grinding, because that's what life's about. And we all know that. Uh, God is an abundant God and we're his children and I live in abundance and uh, so many blessings come when you just give from the heart and you do from the heart you mm -hmm. know I agree so any last words you want to leave with the people before we go um no just you got this and believe in yourself because at the end of the day uh that's that's the main driving force yes ma'am yes ma'am this is the ignorant intelligent podcast thank you guys for listening Thank you again, Jordan, for coming on. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. Will I ride? Will I ride? Yeah. This ain't no podcast. It is a broadcast. Yeah. Yo, this the smartest and dumbest you ever heard Intelligent and ignorant, you heard it first Sipping on this brown with a brown skin Cognac and caramel skins with time beard Who you love, who you hate, well let's talk about it The hottest topics and best believe we ain't going gothic Hotter than the tropics, you looking forward, you know we got it See the bigger picture, no microscopic We the liveest know you tuned in yeah we know you tuned in nothing but a g thing all we missing is juice and gin tying up the loose ends we ain't asked for your two cents special guests every single day and still no new friends calm down youngin i know you see that we running i promise that this ain't nothing compared to what's really coming andre i ain't talking 3000 i'm talking drumming off the glass when i dunk it it's geese just say you love it uh this that ain't the red issue like yeah Social commentary, women in life. Yeah. This that ignorant issue, like.